Today, we're going to talk about how easy it is to get distracted. And if you're not careful, it's even more so convenient to place blame on someone else where your failures or missed opportunities are concerned. The truth of the matter is that every failure in your life can be traced back to broken focus. Broken focus is usually caused by distractions. And it is in that that we have to be careful not to get caught up. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, and you are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show. Get, get, get ready. ready. This, this is, is the Stay Focused, Focused Radio, Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your, your, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. What's up, everybody? We're back. Welcome to season five of the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. This is your host, Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And as always, as we begin on the Stay Focused Radio Show, we are going to begin with our daily perspective. And it's going to come from Philippians chapter three, verses four through 14. We have a chance. I want you to read it in its entirety. But today I just want you to focus, focus focus because in in this passage of scripture we see the apostle paul makes a very powerful statement he says that i press uh toward the mark for the prize hallelujah i press toward the mark um for the prize uh, of the high calling of God, which is in christ jesus and so wrapped up in this word uh press or in the greek uh daoko it is the idea of pressure. Um, this word occurs three times here in Philippians 3, 4 through 14. Um, and that word, the Greek word intermittently, it describes uh, three things. It describes to follow, to pursue, to persecute, um, as well as uh, to flee. And so this suggests that uh, this word here, press, it implies impassioned pursuit. And so here the Apostle Paul says that he follows after Christ in strong pursuit. But he also describes how in his former life he persecuted the church with zeal. There is an element of violence, urgency and desperation implied here, one that we can adapt for ourselves to press in on anything that would jeopardize God's purpose in us, not by legalistic mandate, 
but by manifest passion and purity of our own pursuit of what Jesus has called each of us to be. That's right. There is something that God himself has formulated and designed you to do to carry out in this earthly realm that will ultimately give glory to his name. But you will never find out what it is if you are easily distracted and not focused on the call of God for your life. Sad to say, many people don't understand that you do not have to have a title in order to fulfill your purpose. But because so many people are so wrapped up and focused on the title, they sit and do nothing until there is a label on them. That, my brothers and sisters, is an erroneous gospel. That is a frivolous and erroneous uh, uh, theology to have, because what it simply says is that you can't do anything unless someone calls you uh, by a proper by a proper title. And so it's like. Um, what you would see in a household or on a job. Uh, let's say that there's a, a piece of paper lying on the ground and you see five other people walk past it. And, you know, common sense or in reality, those of us that, you know, run households, we, we often would w- we would think this way to say, well, I'm pretty sure if someone saw that, why haven't they picked it up yet? But we don't understand that that is that is exact reason, the exact reason why someone didn't pick it up, because, yes, they saw it. But internally, the idea of the title they had didn't match with being a servant or doing something as minuscule or, or minute as picking up a piece of paper. And so if you want to achieve the greatness that God has for you, guess what? That means you have to totally uh, forego any classification, any title, any kind of labeling that there is concerning you. And you just have to do the job. That's something that I say here often on the Stay Focused radio show is just do the work. No matter if anyone calls you apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, elder, evangelist, uh, uh, whatever, overseer, uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers, whatever, no matter what the title may be, just do the work. That's your daily perspective. Um, this is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Coming up right here, I want you to hear this song by my dear sister, my sister cousin, as I always call her, uh, Sean Ray, uh, Cherie Price, a song entitled No Longer the Same. Here it is.
Do you wish you had more energy, more focus, and more control of your appetite? At Total Life Changes, we have a product that provides a boost in energy and focus to help you do more of what you love throughout the entire day. What is this remarkable product? NRG. So what will I feel, you ask? Taking just one NRG capsule in the morning or early afternoon, and you'll feel a boost of energy and attitude, improved mental clarity and memory, a decrease in appetite to support weight management. NRG contains 14 all-natural ingredients that provide your body with benefits you'll really feel. This unique thermogenic fat burner is powered by Advantra Z, a bitter orange extract that suppresses appetite, accelerates fat loss, and has been used safely for over 20 years. Some additional key ingredients include beta-phenethylamine and vanadium to improve athletic performance, speed weight loss, improve overall mood, and increase the attention span. 5-hydroxytryptophan, known as 5-HTP, increases the production of serotonin, which has been known to play an important role in treating depression, insomnia, and obesity. Green tea extract affects thinking and alertness, increases urine output, and may improve the function of the brain's chemical messengers. So what are you waiting for? Give NRG a try today to naturally suppress your appetite and boost your daily routine with the energy and focus you deserve. For all your total life changes needs, contact LaToya Thompson at 704-890-8236. Again, that's 704-890-8236 today. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you are pregnant or breastfeeding, consult a doctor before using this product. If you are taking any medication or have any type of medical issue, consult a healthcare professional before using this product. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Culture Life Center is an adult-based healthcare program. And our overall mission is simply to improve lives, to improve the lives of older adults, adults with disabilities, and their family caregivers. Culture Life Center is very much like daycare for children or school for seniors. We often refer to it as school for seniors because it's a place where seniors can go during the day and take part in activities, learn about new things, um, meet new friends, eat nutritious meals, we offer all sorts of activities during the day. We do a lot of exercise, a lot of movement, a lot of music therapy. We do um, devotionals and Bible studies. So adult day services is a wonderful alternative to nursing home placement. So we pick people up at their homes in the morning, bring them to the center, and then take them back home in the afternoon. We provide a breakfast in the morning, a lunch, and then an afternoon snack. An important part of what we do is healthcare services. We have nursing staff that will monitor a person's health condition, make sure they're getting their medication on time and taking their medication properly. The first day I came here, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the people that I uh, work with and be with. I like to eat, I like to dance, and I love, and I love. I like to play bingo. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. May God ever bless you and keep you in his care. 
At Coltrane Life Center, our mission is to improve the quality of life for frail and impaired adults and their families through specialized adult daytime services. Coltrane Life Center offers an affordable alternative to in-home, assisted living, or nursing home care. For more information, contact us today at 704-788-1215 or check us out on Facebook or our website at www.coltrainlifecenter.org. It's about life, living interest for everyone. Hey, everybody, this is Cassandra O'Neill, and you are listening to the Stay Focused radio show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. I was living my life Like I had it all Like I didn't need Christ And then one day Reality hit And I knew that I needed him Like never before, yeah So I opened up My mouth and confessed That he is Lord Now my life is blessed. I am so blessed And since that day I failed his love Now I just want to let the So glad I can say that he's still working in my life too. Still working on me. With every breath I choose to give him all praise and daily confess who I am in him. Don't get me wrong, no, my life not perfect. I haven't seen all he has for me yet. Nevertheless, I stand strong in Christ. I'm strong in his word and strong in his promises.
greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm loved with an everlasting love. He will never leave me nor forsake me. I'm for the Lord and great is my peace. I'm the head, not the tail. Above only and not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror because he loves me. Shannon Williams from Finish Line Christian Center. You are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Program with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. When life is hard and you need a place to run for healing, for connection, for hope, Finish Line Christian Center is ready and waiting with open arms to help. Located in Mount Holly, we are a real church for real people. Preaching and teaching the extraordinary gospel of Jesus Christ 
with ministries designed for all ages and backgrounds that will feed your faith. Find your new family at Finish Line Christian Center. Learn more at flcconline.com. And now for your midday momentum.
Welcome back to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And for today's Midday Momentum, we are focusing on the subject matter of being caught up. Um, I want to say that in this life, there are a lot of distractions. And as I said earlier, our main goal or focus right now is to should be, number one, to please the Lord. Um, And we should have a desire, a genuine and authentic desire to see the Lord face to face. To see him face to face and to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Because above everything else, above any of the preaching that I have done, teaching that I have done, service that I have rendered, that is the most important thing to me. Thank God for the conferences and the, and the many opportunities that the grace of the Lord has afforded me. Thank God for the lives that he has graced me to be a, a light to, to redirect individuals to him for salvation, for deliverance, for breakthrough, whatever it is that they needed. But more than all of that, it is my desire that I see the Lord face to face and to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. That's my focus. And I have to start off by saying that today because I think along the lines, the church has lost its mind. We focus on everything else and make everything else a priority except For the word of the Lord. I heard it once said like this is that we spend so much time not trying to offend everyone else with this glorious gospel of Jesus Christ in which we have been mandated to take to the whole world. But in essence, in trying not to offend everyone else, we end up offending the very one who has commissioned us to go forth into the hedges and the highways to, uh, 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 to, to, to show forth his glory in the earth. And we do God a disservice when we want to spare someone's feeling yet sacrifice their souls all because we don't want to offend them. And I'm, and I'm saying that um, because simply there are a lot of us that have got caught up in the wrong stuff. We've gotten caught up in um, social matters. We've gotten caught up on social media. We've gotten caught up in politics. We've gotten caught up um, in, in, in the politics of the church. And all the while, people are dying and going to hell because we're not focused on what God saved us for. God didn't save us to debate anything. God didn't save us. Uh, uh, um, and, and this is something that I have said before, and I will continue to say it because it is my personal belief. Um, and the word of the Lord backs it up 100 um, percent is that God could care less. What kind of political alignment you have. 
And so it's very important that we understand that we cannot risk getting caught up in the lie that as a belief that the believer has to be involved in political debates and meaningless arguments. You can't you can't prove it to me. I don't you, you can't you, you can and you will never find scripture to back that up where God says to focus more on this world than the world to come. You cannot tell me, you cannot show me anywhere in scripture where God sanctions us to fight for something that his word repeatedly calls out as being a wicked system. And so that that speaks, the truth of the matter is that it speaks to the reality that many of us refuse to deal with. And that reality is that to be a Christian does not necessarily classify you as a believer. And the sad thing about it is there are a lot of Christians that are on their way to hell all because they don't believe the word of the Lord. They don't believe the word of the Lord challenges them to come out of their comfort zone and to and to lay down their bigotry and to lay down their racism and to lay down their prejudice and to lay down their high mindedness and to lay down the very idea that they are self-made individuals. And because of that, because they refuse to to receive the sacrifice of Christ who came to die for the entire world. You know, the song or the lie that many people say, you know, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Guess what? People are even offended by these next words, red, yellow, black, and white. The song says they are all precious in his sight, but someone got offended at the terminology of red and yellow. Someone got offended. And because someone got offended, they made a big deal about it. And when they made a big deal about it, it became a conversation piece. And when it became a conversation piece, it became something for people in the church to get distracted about instead of looking at the uh, the context clue of that statement, which is Jesus loves all the children of the world. Offended because of a classification but not rejoicing over the outcome of that classification. Meaning no matter where you are in life, no matter what designation, classification or label someone has put on you, the point is Jesus loves you and he loved you and I enough to sacrifice his own life. No one made him do it. He sacrificed his own life. And, and guess what? Whether some whether it's someone that classifies themselves as a Republican right wing or a Democrat uh, left wing. Um, I say this all the time. It's the same bird. It is the same bird. And what people represent or what they say they stand for today is what the opposite party used to stand and represent yesterday. Guess what? Nothing ever changes. These are all uh, politics is nothing but a distraction to the church of the living God, because if the enemy can get you distracted on these minuscule uh, 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 subject matters, such as same sex marriage, such as abortion, such as whatever it is that has nothing to do with you personally receiving the, the word of the Lord. 
And I'm saying, and, and I know right now someone may be saying, well, how, that definitely has to do with the church. It it does to a point because we spend so much time policing the saints. No one is taking the time to go out and evangelize the world. In other words, or I even say it like this. Uh, uh, those are the things that are in the world. And at no time do we see God saying to hate them. But what the word of the Lord does say is that when it comes into his house, that's where he draws the line. That's where the standard of the house of God has to be lifted up. And so in uh, Galatians chapter six, Beginning at verse one, the Amplified Version says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in a sin, in any sin, you who are spiritual, that is, you who are responsive to the guidance of the spirit, are to restore such a person in the spirit of gentleness, not with a sense of superiority or self-righteousness, <laughs> keeping a watchful eye on yourself so that you are not tempted as well. Carry one another's burdens and in this you will fulfill the requirements of the law of Christ. That is the, the law of Christian love. For if anyone thinks he is something special, when in fact he is nothing special except in his own eyes, he deceives himself. But each one must carefully scrutinize his own work examining his actions, attitudes, and behavior, and then he can have the personal satisfaction and, hallelujah, inner joy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to another. For every person will have to bear with patience his own burden, his own burden of faults, and shortcomings for which he alone is responsible. Verse six of Galatians six says, the one who is taught the word of God is to share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his spiritual and material support. Verse seven says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. God will not allow himself to be ridiculed nor treated with contempt nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. For the one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful, imp disgraceful impulses will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. Verse nine says, let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we do not give in. If we do not get distracted, if we do not get caught up when you get discouraged it's because you've gotten caught up in the back and forth and of all the in and outs and of all the, you know, critiques, criticisms. It's discouraging. Now, the thing is, 
many of us would, would, would probably try to argue against the fact that, you know, verse one of Galatians six says that if anyone is caught in a sin, you are spiritual. But guess what? It is in second Corinthians, I believe, uh, second Corinthians four, um, one through four that says, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, the King James version, um, as we have received mercy, we faint not but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And verse three of second Corinthians four says this, it says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Well, why is it hid? I'm glad you asked because in verse four of second Corinthians, it says second Corinthians four, verse four, it says in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them, which believe not because they don't believe it opens a door for the, the adversary, the devil, Satan himself to blind their minds. And the purpose for him doing that is so that lest the light of this glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. If you want to see real revival, if you want to see real change, if you want to see real, real breakthrough in the lives of all of those we know and love and in the lives of those we don't know and have come and have not come to uh, to know as of yet, it is not going to be by us having continual conferences and summits and conventions and convocations, uh, having ordination services, affirmation services, elevation services. No, the only way that that is going to happen is when the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shines upon the unbeliever. Because again, the word of the Lord says, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost because the, because, uh, the God of this world has blinded them because they do not believe. They don't believe that there's nothing wrong with being political. They don't believe that there's nothing wrong with damning people to hell. They don't believe there's nothing wrong with not being your brother's keeper. So many of us are caught up in the false sense of reality that everything is going to get better. And I would be just totally in error as a prophet of God if I did not remind you and warn you and foretell you that things are going to get grossly worse. They're going to get gravely worse. They're going to get astoundingly worse. Simply because the heart of man is waxing cold toward the very things and principles of God. So don't you get caught up. Again, the gospel is hid to them that are lost because they don't believe. And they, some people, some people believe the United States Constitution over the word of God. Don't you understand that the Bible, the word of the Lord is our constitution in itself. It is our declaration of independence as the believer. It is our bill of rights as the believer. And, and and we erroneously 
put something that was written into law by man over what the word of the Lord says. And then we want that same God who we have neglected and pushed aside to come and bless us, to come and make a, give, make a way out of no way, to come and turn things around. Guess what? In this season, it, it would behoove you to not get caught up. It, 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 would, it, would, it, it would be very beneficial to find yourself leaning and depending totally, totally on the word of the Lord. Because the word of the Lord goes on to say, in Galatians 6 verse 10 it says so then while we as individual believers have the opportunity let us do good to all people not only being helpful but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being and especially be a blessing to those of the household of faith. Who was that? Born again believers. Not people that just click Christian on their social media uh, uh, profile uh, because, hey, that's what they identify with. But no, those that bear fruit of being a believer. A believer on the Lord Jesus. Not just one who's who, who say they're free from sin and, and guilt and shame. No, but someone who eagerly and willfully extends the same measure of grace that God has given them. They extend that same measure of grace to everyone else. Because what I have to, had to come to the realization in my own personal walk is that I did not get to where I am overnight. Therefore, I have to be patient with when other people may not be getting it as fast as I wish they would. It's just not clicking for some people as fast as it did for me. And if I can be honest with you, it didn't really click that fast with me either. There were times I preached and went home sinning. There were times I sung and ministered and went home sinning. There were times I laid hands on the sick and the sick recovered and I went home sinning. There were times I rendered service unto the homeless and clothed the naked and and prophesied to, to, to hundreds of people and still went home as a wretched mess. Oh, but glory be to God. When the realization came on in my life or the light came on in my life and I realized that I was so caught up in doing church work, I was so caught up in being the very image of of. Uh, 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 of what a minister should look like that I had to realize, wait a minute, this is only being beneficial for everyone else while I was on my way to hell. And so when the realization came, came, uh, uh, came, came to me that, hey, I was caught up in myself. Some of us have to get unstuck, unglued from ourselves. It's easy to call out the narcissism that, that boldly and willfully lets you know that they are selfish and that, that it's all about them. 
But what about those secret uh, seeds of narcissism that we have that anytime someone brings up something about them, you find a way to turn the conversation back on you. Anytime something tragic happens to someone else, you find a way to make that tragedy be about you. That is narcissism in its finest. And that's what's plaguing the house of God. No one is concerned about anybody else because everyone is worried about how something makes them feel. Guess what? Don't get caught up in the foolishness. And so one thing, two things, I want, three things I want to share before ending today. Number one, in order to not get caught up, you have to identify the root. You have to identify the root. You have to identify why you keep doing what you keep doing that you know is not pleasing God. And for me, it was just as simple as it wasn't a demon. It wasn't the devil. It was as simple as because I wanted to. I fornicated because I wanted to. I beat people up. That's right, y'all pray for me. Because I wanted to. I cussed people out because I wanted to. What no demon, wasn't the devil, it was me. And let me let me let me also share this with you. Don't tell nobody else. But let me share this with you. When I got delivered from myself, that was the best day of my life. As I said at the top of the show today, some of us find it too convenient to blame others for the failure of our missed opportunities. Because again, every failure in my life that I experienced all happened because of broken focus. All because I got caught up in the wrong thing. I got caught up in the title instead of just doing the work. I got caught up in the in the affirmation or 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 the applause of it all instead of just being satisfied with who Christ was and is in my life secondly after identifying the root well let me also say this in identifying the root when God shows you what it is don't tell him it ain't that if you ask God, reveal to me what it is, God expose it to me. And when he does, don't you tell him that ain't what it is. Some of us have struggles right now all because we're lonely. And let's face it, the truth of the matter is, yes, you know, God is a present help in the time of trouble. And yes, you know, he is an omnipresent God. He's everywhere. But because you have allowed your flesh to dictate when you feel happy and you only feel happy when you have someone holding you physically. Guess what? That in itself is a root. God can't minister to you. Because you, you're so focused on the flesh and you want your, your flesh to be gratified that your spirit can't be properly fed. Your spirit can't be properly edified. And because of that, it has caused you to be caught up in a routine, in a cycle that consistently keeps you separated from the love of God. God wants to make you whole, not happy. 
God wants to free you, not just loose you. Because you can't be loosed. But until you make the quality decision to walk out of the prison cell, until you make the quality decision to drop the chains, until you make the quality decision to live a separated life from those who do not believe the way you believe, you will find yourself consistently going around in circles. So identify the root. The next thing is be accountable. If you say I am the head and not the tail, then be accountable and live like the head and not the tail. Stop talking like you're defeated. Stop talking like God don't love you. Stop talking like as if no one else loves you. Stop talking as if you're all alone. It's not depression that has you. Sometimes you have to think about this. It may be you won't let depression go. Maybe you're too comfortable in being known as the one that's always down and sad and with the head hung low. And you got to get out of that. You have to stop being the individual that that um, it's like Pigpen on on Charlie Brown. Um, I think that's, that's what his name. Pigpen. Every time he came around, there was just this dust cloud that surrounded him. Some of us are like that. Our our mind are so clouded with with, with things of the past. Uh, uh, Our minds are so clouded with with dirt and filth that everywhere we go, we bring this filthy cloud with us. Darkening up everything, stinking up everything that we come around, all because we won't wash in the word of the Lord. And washing in the word of the Lord causes for us to be accountable. Again, that, that, is, that is the root of Galatians 6. It said, brethren, if a brother, if a sister is overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, go and restore them. That's accountability. Meaning that I'm coming to you, not just because I know you need help, but because I also realize that within myself, I may need some help one day too. I realize that in myself, I need help sometimes too. And so we have to be accountable one to another. We are our brothers and sisters uh, in the Lord and we have to be each other's keeper. We can't continue to turn a blind eye and act as though we don't see what we know we saw. We can't keep turning a blind ear or a deaf ear and acting as though we don't hear the Lord say what we know he said. We can't keep plugging up our nose and act like we don't smell the stench of sin when we know what it smells like. It's time for us as the body of believers, uh, sons and daughters of the Most High God to begin to confront sin in love and literally snatch our brothers and sisters, mothers and daughters, fathers, hallelujah, uh, 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 from the very pit of hell, which they are destined to if they do not repent and turn to God. Thirdly, is that we have to know that Christ has conquered sin And because of that, we can overcome sin. True deliverance 
is when we possess dominion and authority over what previously had dominion and authority over us. If you're calling yourself deliberate and you're just hiding from it, that's not deliverance. True deliverance is when you can boldly stand before the thing that used to hold you hostage. Stand before the thing that used to torment you day in and day out and literally live a delivered, free, set free life in its face. Not taunted, not tempted, having no desire to take part in it. Because the truth of the matter is when you really get delivered and the Lord really brings you out of something you're not going to run right back to it because you remember all the hell it took just to get free. And I know somebody would say all the hell it took to get free because look when Christ delivers us hallelujah because of the power of his blood it is instantaneous chains are broken. But the word of the Lord says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And so oftentimes when there's warfare going on, it's going on because sometimes the soulless realm of our creative being is reaching out for the thing that it knows the best, the thing that it's familiar with. And the love of God wants us to reach for him instead of the thing that he delivered us from. You got to know that Christ has conquered every sin. It don't matter what it is. Smoking, drinking, fornication, lasciviousness, lewdness, whatever it is, Christ died. And when he did, he took those things to the grave. And when he was resurrected, those things also stayed buried. Those things didn't get up. And so really knowing that Christ has conquered sin is all about reminding the struggle that it's already been dealt with. The apostle Paul said it best. He said, look, the good that I would do, I don't do. And even, you know, uh, I find therefore a war in my, in myself that I just can't get right. With the help of the Lord, as you stand upon the finished works of Christ, guess what? He gives us strength through the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of the believer. And thank God for the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you and I. Because it is because of his presence. That we have an inside man. Strengthening us that whenever it seems like we're getting caught up, whenever it seems like we're being distracted, the Holy Spirit convicts us, shakes us to the point of recognition that, wait a minute, this is the wrong direction. And I I have to remind myself of what God promised me. And you have to begin to be honest with yourself and look at the things that are going on in your life and say, God, I know you promised me better than this. God, I know you promised me more than this. God, I know you promised me greater than this. 
And because of that, I cannot be caught up. So stay focused. Live the abundant life of peace, joy, happiness, strength, breakthrough, salvation, deliverance that the Lord Jesus purchased with his blood for you and I. This has been your Midday Momentum. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. I'll be right back for our closing prayer. shall see his face I shall see his face when it's all over shall see his Wait. 
break. assembled ourselves to get together today for prayer we are coming into agreement with all of heaven that during this month July 2022 in the year of our Lord 5782 that the Lord will show forth his goodness his glory in your lives like never before it is Exodus 33 and 19 that the word of the Lord says, and he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Glory to God. And let us not forget that in Jeremiah 29 and 13, the word of the Lord says that, look, and you will seek me and find me. And so as we come to the Lord today, we're not coming, hoping that we have an encounter, hoping that we have an experience, but standing upon his word, uh, believing and knowing that God is not a man, that he should lie. And he said, when we search for him with our whole heart, we will indeed find him. 
And so let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you today for this opportunity to bless your name, for this opportunity to uh, uh, honor you first. Father, we give you the first fruit of the day, which is adoration. Father, we give you the first fruit of the day, which is acknowledging that it is by your hand and your mighty hand alone that we are here today. God, we thank you for your sovereignty within our lives. We thank you, oh God, that uh, uh, you reign supremely within our lives. You are the true, only, all-wise, and living God. Father, we decree today that according to your word in Exodus 33 and 19, oh God, we thank you for your goodness. God, I decree and I declare that we as your children, the believer, we live under the very canopy, the very umbrella of your immeasurable goodness. Thank you that your goodness reigns in the homes and in the lives of your sons and daughters today. God, I thank you that we purposely and strategically and willfully live each day experiencing your goodness. God, I thank you that we live purposely, intently, strategically each day experiencing your grace and your mercy. God, I prophesy right now that your goodness shall pass before us today as it did Moses. Hallelujah, God. I thank you that we shall be placed upon the rock of a sure foundation. Thank you that that rock, it is Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are Lord in our households. Lord Jesus, thank you that we declare that it is by your your sacrificial uh, 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 your sacrifice that you have given unto us have you granted us access into the very goodness and glory of the Lord Father we thank you right now that we declare that your mercy endures forever and because of that we do not focus on the negatives we do not focus on the disappointments we do not focus on the setbacks Father in the name of your son Christ Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, I break the very power of every evil that would have the idea to come and to cloud the very minds of your sons and daughters. God, I thank you, oh God, that you are setting up a hedge of protection around them, oh God, that that which would be set in place to prevent uh, your, your children, your the believer, from singing your good. Father, we thank you right now that you have given us divine blinders so that we're not easily distracted. Father, thank you that it's because of your will and it's because of your way, it's because of your grace and your mercy. Oh God, that is why we're focused. We focus, we focus, we focus today, God. In the master's name of your son, Christ Jesus, oh God, I thank you. Oh God, Father, I prophesy right now that according to your words, that surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we thank you that evil cannot track us. Evil cannot torment us. Evil cannot, glory to God, it cannot overtake us. Evil cannot frustrate us. Hallelujah, God. I speak that we shall experience your goodness. I speak. 
And I declare that we shall encounter good things from you, O Lord, our God, in the days ahead. God, I thank you, O God, that your goodness will cause us to rejoice and to shout for joy. God, I thank you, O God, that your goodness will always reign in our hearts, reign in our lives, reign in our homes. In the matchless name of your son, Christ Jesus, amen, amen. It is John 4 and 23 that says that the hour comes and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the Father is seeking such to worship him. And so as we persistently, eagerly, expectantly, and purposely focus on his goodness, let us understand that the way you keep focus on the goodness of the Lord is through worship. Every moment you get, find yourself worshiping God. Every moment, every opportunity you have, every second that is afforded to you to inhale and exhale, let not one breath be wasted on complaining. Let not one breath be wasted on idle talk. But every moment uh, of every chance that you and I get, let us find ourselves worshiping the Lord. For again, that's what the Father is looking for. He's not looking for the person who whines the best. He's not looking for the purpose who can quote the best scriptures. He's not looking for the best singer. He's looking for someone to genuinely and authentically worship him in spirit and in truth. And to me, what that simply means is that God is looking for someone to worship him without having to be seen. God is looking for someone to worship him without having, having to be acknowledged. God is looking for someone that will utilize and spend quality time to develop intimacy between them and he one-on-one. -on -one disregarding everything else prioritizing that walk with him prioritizing his presence in his in 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 our lives that's what that's what the father is looking for because that's what true worship is is when you prioritize his presence above every agenda when you and I prioritize his presence above any other thing that has represented or presented itself to us so we focus on christ we focus on his word we focus on the father we worship him we understand that he is the god of exodus 33 and 19 that he said i will make all my goodness pass before thee and will proclaim the name of the lord before thee and will be gracious to whom i will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Make this your declaration for this day throughout this month of July. That the mercy of the Lord has been promised to me. And therefore, I walk in his goodness. The goodness of the Lord has been promised to me. And therefore, I walk in his mercy. If you understand what I'm doing, I, it, 
his mercy and his goodness there they 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 are they are simultaneous you cannot experience one without the other so i want you to get ready to experience his goodness and his mercy like never before glory to god know that everything that god has planned for you He's planted because he is a good God. And right now he is giving his children, the believer, opportunities to repent and to turn to him. And if that is you, cry out to the Lord. Not just saying, I'm sorry, but cry out to him. So that you may be made whole. Because again, the Father wants to give us as his people as much time as possible. To turn away from the things that separate us from him. Therefore, utilize every waking moment. In worship. In prayer. And thanksgiving, knowing that the important thing here is to see that God is good. And not only does he want us to experience his goodness, but he also wants us to extend that goodness to someone else. So find yourself being the representation of the goodness of God here in the earth. Find yourself being his ambassadors to where we begin each day expecting his goodness to surround us as well as expecting God to use us to show forth that goodness in someone else's life, someone else's life. Thanks for joining us this week on the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Make sure to visit our website, www.edmundcbrown.org, where you can subscribe to the show as well as find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, Anchor, FM and iHeartRadio so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on all platforms that you listen to us, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show you might want to check out the book that started it all entitled, Stay Focused, The Mandate to Manifest Spiritual Maturity Now, by Dr. Edmund C. Brown. Dr. E. C. Brown is available for bookings concerning mentorship, private coaching, or workshop clinician to help you and your staff navigate through today's current climate. Simply contact us at 330-FOCUSED, that's 330-362-8733. Thanks again for joining us and remember to stay focused as we advance the kingdom of heaven, one listener at a time.